I was just about to record today's episode, which was all about Dalvin Cook, and then the Everson Griffin news breaks, and so now I'm gonna do two videos and I'm streaming tonight, and no wonder I'm breaking out in a stress pimple. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of Packers, a podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Two videos today in a stream, Grassy. And yes, there was a whole video that I like did a bunch of really good research for. I was super proud of it. And now that's getting ignored for right this second because it seems like the Green Bay Packers might sign somebody. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we got O. Rogers. I think I didn't butcher that French too badly. Kevin Barrett, LV Raiders NL, and Anto Walsh. A big shout and thank you to all the new Patreon members. And on the YouTube front, we got Gabriel Fonseca. We have Tom Rose, the glorious one. Is it Bobby Roode? Jackson Sheehan. Then we got Captain Antilles and Top Dad 2007. A big shout and thank you to all the new patrons and YouTube members. So there was originally a plan for myself to look into Everson Griffin, take a look at some of his stats, say should the Packers sign him? And I was like, you know what? No, I don't think the Packers are going to sign anybody else this offseason. We're just going to roll with what we have. And then boom, Ian Rappaport is like, shove that up your tailpipe. Ian Rapport tweeted out today that Everson Griffin is interested in signing with the Packers and the feeling is mutual. Now, all Packers fans most likely have an idea on who Everson Griffin is. He is the longtime 10-year vet who has been on the Minnesota Vikings since he was drafted in the 2010 NFL Draft as a fourth rounder. And what's interesting about this is Everson Griffin right now is a free agent, even though in 2017, he signed a four-year extension with the team that was worth $58 million with $34 million in guarantees. Now, the reason for his release is kind of twofold because he did make the Pro Bowl last year. So you might be wondering, wait a minute, why are the Vikings letting him go? Well, two things. One, he was going to have a cap hit of $12.9 million this season, and that would have been a big ouchies for the Vikings. And in the extension that he signed in 2017, there was an opt-out clause in there if two criteria were met. The first criteria was that he played 57% of the snaps in 2019 and had at least six sacks. Last year, he had over eight sacks, and he did pass that percentage. And so because of that, he decided to opt out. And there was potential that he would have been cut anyway as a cap casualty. And even though he's turning 33 this December, Everson Griffin has been a damn good consistent player for that Vikings defense. He's a four-time Pro Bowler, including last year. He's had 74 and a half sacks over his 10-year career, 86 tackles for a loss. And in 2019 alone, he had eight sacks, 21 solo tackles, 11 which were for a loss, and 24 QB hits. He also had an 11.7% pressure rate, which ranked the 13th best in the NFL tied with Jadavian Clowney. Now, it's also reported that Mike Zimmer does want Everson Griffin back on the team. It would just be at a discount. And there are plenty of people already talking about how this is just a ploy by his agent to try and raise the value for Everson Griffin. So this all could be for nothing in order to drive that price up for the Vikings. But let's talk about if the Packers should even bite on this. We've talked about the Packers defensive line in the past, and obviously the Green Bay Packers still need to pay Kenny Clark, who's going to get a crap ton of money, which we'll talk about momentarily. 
but he's that nose tackle who's that anchor who really just keeps the entire defensive line together. Besides Clark, though, looking at who else you have on that line, you have a Tyler Lancaster, you have Kingsley Kiki, you have Dean Lowry, and you have Montrevious Adams. Of course, you have the Smith brothers who could alternate around, and of course, you have the number 12 pick last year, Rashawn Gary, who's been transitioning to an offensive linebacker, even though he played D.E., for his entire college career. So if we look at guys like Montrevious Adams, who has not lived up to his third round selection, you look at guys like Dean Lowry, who has not lived up to his three-year contract extension, and honestly, it's gonna cost too much for us to get out of this contract this season, and most likely next season, there is an opt-out after the 2021 season. It makes a little bit of sense to potentially sign him and have him sit on the line with Kenny Clark. We've also talked about, because there's kind of a lack of depth amongst the defensive line position, that Kingsley Kiki is going to need to step up in a big way. This could potentially stunt his growth a little bit, but I think you're getting an immediate playmaker on that line who can make a very big difference. Gary making that transition to offensive linebacker too, you could take a guy like Preston Smith and he could be a permanent feature on that line, while you have Zadarius Smith chilling as an offensive linebacker as well. Basically, what I'm saying is the possibilities become very, very intriguing, and I'm sure that Mike Pettin would love to use a guy like Everson Griffin. Now, talking about what he could potentially get paid, I could see him getting about $10 million per year. I don't think the Packers are going to be willing or going to be able to pay that. As I mentioned before, we still need to re-sign Kenny Clark, and there's a plethora of upcoming free agents for next year, including Bakhtiari, Lindsley, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Kevin King, etc. So, do they really have this in the budget? Not entirely, but if Russ Ball wanted to get creative, I'm sure there's a way to sign him. But I would think it'd be to a short-term deal, a two-year contract at most. And I would imagine from there, then Griffin's just going to decide, okay, are the Vikings going to basically trump that money? And if they are, I'm going to go and re-sign with the Vikings because I've been with them for 10 years. Or am I going to go to their division rival? By the way, this is going to be fascinating to see how this plays out in the next coming days. And if the Green Bay Packers decide that they want to get some more depth on that defensive line. But... Let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think this is all for show, or do you think we actually have a shot at signing them? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout-out and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. We'll be streaming tonight, Madden, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go back, go. Go back, go.